Welcome to the Bromley Buzz, which is back on Zoom again on account of snow. Um, hi, Z. Hello, Darren. Of Intune PR. <laughs> yes, um, and uh, Zinat Narani of Vida <laughs> Della Mariposa Coaching. <laughs> yes, okay, there's an irony every time I get that vaguely correct. Um, and also, of course, we are on uh, Channel Radio on Mondays at 10am and another one which you just told me about. Yes, apparently you can find us if you download the app, Get Me Radio. And all you have to do is search Channel Radio and you can listen to us live there or any replays as well. So that's fantastic news. Indeed. Um, and you know what? Normally I would say that the snow, which is looking beautiful, is also let it snow, fantastic let news. Let it snow, let it snow. Uh, but it has left um, travel being a little bit complicated lately, hence the Zoom uh, on our part today. Anyway, have you had anything which has been giving you a bit of a buzz lately, um, Z? Well, the snow has definitely given me a buzz because I absolutely love the snow. and I, I find it very therapeutic as it's falling the gentle flurries and how everything turns white. Uh, it's just wonderful. I do love that. But I do know that it has its downsides as well for many. And we must mm. be careful while driving, while walking, all those things, making sure that, you know, we're doing things sensibly. But I, that's really given me a buzz because I was dying for it. But I really wanted it to do snow on Christmas. Well, still might. It's only a few days away. Well, I don't know about that, because uh, apparently th at the weekend, it's going to be going up to about 12 degrees. Mm, uh, I was talking to someone earlier on who's been listening to different weather forecasters. <laughs> let it be, let it be, let it be, whatever it will be. Okay. Right, well, before this... <laughs> What's been came, tickling your buzz then? Because I know uh, I went to the, the Beckenham Art... Uh, sorry, Beckenham Gallery. This is the... Uh, one at the Museum of the Mind, uh, or adjacent to it. Beth Beckenham Gallery Art Fair, which was being done in conjunction with the Beckenham Business Association. And uh, that was a very good. They have, um, until the 21st of January, a display there. And uh, I'll just fill people in on what it is. Uh, so, um, until the 21st of January, open 9.30am to 5pm, Wednesday to Saturday, uh, and the gallery is closed 24th December to 3rd January, uh, 2023 inclusive. This year, we are celebrating Bethlehem Gallery's 14th annual open exhibition, showcasing work by over 150 artists connected to South London and Maudsley NHS Foundation Trust. Every year, the fair offers a stunning variety of paintings, prints, drawings, ceramics, photographs, textiles and sculpture for sale at affordable prices. And having been there and uh, seen our mutual friend Jane Rogers from the association and um, Sophie from the gallery, uh, uh, we, yeah, I can confirm that, um, yep, the art is affordable. Um, a lot of it is really very striking, um, very decorative. Not surprisingly, in the Museum of the Mind, some of it's a bit on the challenging side as well. Um, but I bought a couple of items in there. Um, the cheaper one of which was £10, uh, uh, an artwork by Mando, I think he called himself a taxi driver. Uh, okay. And apparently he's got a bit of fame and he might be a, a future interviewee. Um, yeah. Fabulous. I know, I was so looking forward to going to that, um, but unfortunately I couldn't make that. A lot going on. But well, the good I'm thing glad is that uh, you made that and it's definitely 
a wonderful place to go to to really understand uh, the pressures that people have gone under mm. and um, that even though they're going through depression and all sorts of, you know, mental health and mental illnesses, there is so much creativity they do to support. And, um, yeah, the music, the art, it's really eye-opening. It is. And with it open until the 21st of January, there's a pretty good chance you'll end up going and seeing it anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, I do have a clip with um, an artist from the night as well, which I found really interesting. So I'll just play that now. Leon Bailey, artist. Yes. Uh, here we are, Bethlehem Gallery. Mm -hmm. And you have things that I've just been introduced to on the floor. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, it started from an idea that I had when I was a service user. I was on the ward and I've had no um, access to the community. I was there for 24 hours a day. Um, the only time I left my bedroom was for meal times, maybe congregating in the community areas to watch TV with other service users. I decided to come up with an idea to keep myself active rather than be sitting down and being lazy as there was a lot of things I was deprived of. I decided to walk up and down the corridor <laughs> on the wood and it, just, it became a sort of exercise thing for me. So I would do like maybe 15 or 20 laps, which would take maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> um, various things came out of it. Um, staff had their opinions, uh, services had their opinions, I just kept it on. There was negative, positive things said. Um, I thought it was a good thing because I didn't want to find myself entrapped and not forget to walk, but not have a, a generation of energising myself. Anyway, to cut along through short, um, I started going to art class and um, I was speaking to the art tutor and we discussed the pacing and, and walking up and down the corridor and I started to elaborate a bit about why I did what I did. And I started talking about what was going through my mind. I started talking, I started talking about ideas that came to mind. Um, so the reason why <clears throat> I based it in my artwork is because as I was pacing up and down the corridor, which is a funny thing because the material that I've used for the floor design that you've seen mm -hmm. is out of towels. So basically when the ward was um, refurbished, they was gonna throw away the old towels that they took up from the, up the floor. We salvaged it and um, I decided to make use of it. So the, 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 the material that's being used is the towels. So that represents the fact that I was walking up and down. That's partly to do with what we were talking about with um, the tutor. I decided also to, on the tiles, to try and design and explore and portray my thoughts at the time when I was pacing up and down the towels. Mm. The towels. And um, it became a good thing. I mean, I think the stuff that you saw earlier is um, partly to do with um, that and something else, but um, there is more pieces somewhere. And um, we captured the ones that were on the floor, what you saw, and I think that was the most relevant to, to what was going on. Um, I've done many, many different pieces on the same idea of pacing and what it meant for me and why I did it. And um, I think it was a good idea. Um, like one of my colleagues said earlier, um, it was put in an exhibition just for show and someone decided to leave it there. So it's been there for definitely over a year and everyone enjoys it. It's, no matter what exhibitions in the gallery, it's, it's still there. And um, I just wanted to represent pacing, exercising, finding a loophole 
out of being in a very enclosed environment and the stuff that's on my mind is all the different designs on towels. I love that story and I'll tell you one reason why because you look at it mm. they are mostly round or similar yeah. shaped yeah. Uh, floor plates for yeah. want of a better word exactly. with a different colour yeah. decor on mm. them mm -hmm. and on the face of it mm. abstract Okay. But they're not abstract in the sense of, because you just told the whole story of why yeah. they are what they are, yeah. how they got there. Exactly. And that makes them very connectable again. Mm. So, yeah, and that was a great thing for me. And I think, I mean, I, I started to become very confident when I got different comments and, and people's approaching and asking and I was discussing. And I think it's even a story because I, am, I volunteer in certain classes and courses mm -hmm. for service users. And sometimes we decide to go certain areas of the course where it might feel beneficial for someone to know. And telling a story about the, the pacing and stuff always comes up and I think it's a, um, it's a part of my journey. And it's always something that I'll, I would um, be um, happy to, to share with people that are in the system because it's just a way of seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. And it's always handy to have that. I do various different courses as a co-facilitator and I like to um, come across stories that I've actually gone through so I can empathise with someone if they've told me about themselves or there's something similar. Mm. It's always good to have something that I know that is um, identical to what theirs is and they might be able to understand. I think the first way I break down people when I'm in classes is, is to have a middle ground. We've got a common ground where we know where we're coming from, we might have similar paths. It's a good thing. Mm. And do you think that any of this art will make its way into other locations? Um, with me, I'm, I, don't, I feel very um, <coughs> small-minded when it comes to my art. I mean, I, 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 I like it, I, I appreciate it. I've met a lot of people that like it too, but I haven't really got great aspirations. It's like, I'm very modest, you know, I like mm -hmm. what I do. And sometimes I hope for people to tell me what they think first before I explain, just to see, because I don't really, I haven't got no, like I said, I don't really wanna to go too far with this. It's, it's still a personal thing. It's still part of my journey. It's still part just of finding a middle ground with people, not for any gratification. Mm. So I wouldn't know how to answer that question. I, I, I do it for a reason. I find happy, happiness and pride, but I wouldn't go too far. I wouldn't plan, you know? I would just see how it goes. I play it right here. Well, you know, I think that's actually a very good answer. Mm. And the real place that art started mm. was helping you with your state of mind exactly. at the time yeah. that it was created. Exactly. And it's already succeeded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I mean, it's a funny thing because, you see, having these um, memories that I've got, it kind of, it gives me... Um, a feeling of um, enjoyment because you see it shows that I've come through something and I'm at another side of my, my past and, and, and it, when I look back I, I can only look at the fact that whoever was around me whoever supported me was you know the, the people that was 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 partly to do with the reason why I'm here you know mm. and it's when I look back I don't see the bad times I see the good times you know and as the existence is I passed that stage I've learnt from my mistakes and I hope that no one don't go through certain things and if I can help, I will help. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you too. Right. Well, that was an, an interesting addition to the show uh, and we move on. Um, I've written down on my little informal script here um, something to do with Strictly because that's a regular in our show, of course. Oh, is that what Helen's dance is? I was wondering yes, what that, that was. Yes, that is indeed, yeah. Um, I watched Strictly at the weekend, um, and we don't know the results, because that's actually tonight when we're recording. Um, but actually, oh, my highlight... Hmm? Yeah, tonight. 
Tonight, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. It was kind of pushed away <laughs> by the football, which we're not even yes. going to mention, sadly. Um, no, yeah. England is coming home, and I've mentioned it. I know. There's a good news story for a cat, though. Apparently, the England team. Yeah, apparently the England team um, befriended a cat in Qatar, and they said that they were going to bring the cat home to England if they um, got to the final. Um, they haven't, but the cat is going home with some players. I wonder how they're going to get it across the border. Well, there is that. But anyway, so there we go. Cat is coming home. It's coming home. The cat is coming home. <laughs> well, there we go. We've got a new tune. Yeah. Um, so, yes, so you were talking about Strictly. Helen, so what did you think? Well, I thought her dances this week were very good, but it was re-watching the one which she did um, from the previous week, which hmm. which I loved even more because I just had the opportunity to go back to the previous show. So that was actually a, a greater highlight than this. It was one of my all-time favourite Strictly dances. Anyway, so Strictly was good, and there's more to come. Um, but in the meantime, uh, I've also had a lovely time down in Bristol, um, where my daughter's appearing in the whimsical Wizard of Oz, a panto. And it was just a joy to see the cast having so much fun of that. It's one of the reasons why we like going to things like um, a panto at the Churchill, Bridge House Theatre, you name it. Um, mm -hmm. It's all good. So, anything else that you've been loving? Unfortunately, it's not been a great week for me. So, mm. yeah, um, you know, lots have been going on, lots of sad news around. So my buzzes aren't so buzzy this week, but that's not to say next week my buzzes won't be buzzing. <laughs> well, actually, that, that is a good inadvertent link, a double link, actually. So if we were going to go down to the news section, I don't have Life in Bromley and Life in Orpington magazine in front of me, which is a shame because they actually do provide a lot of good news. Uh, However, all... they're coming out on Friday, by the way. So just to let you know on that note, the magazines mm. will be out at the end of the week, the new ones for January edition. Crikey, that didn't take long. December's not been out that long. I know. Mm. Anyway, right, right. is go 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 go. Quite right. Um, yes, yeah, so I didn't. I looked in the new shop. Didn't find anything good there. South London Press, same thing. Uh, oh. County Chronicle, I haven't looked at, but I did find something in the Chelsea Village Voice, which I'll come on to in a little bit. But before mm -hmm. that, and to return to the slightly sad theme, uh, it is definitely sad that um, we have a cost of living crisis, and mm -hmm. therefore it was very timely to catch up with David Walker. Uh, of Bromley Well, and I'd just like to introduce that interview now. Hello, this is um, the Bromley Buzz, Darren Wheel, and this is a much-needed interview because it's actually covering some of the most topical and urgent matters that are going on at the moment. So within Bromley, we will be talking about the cost of living crisis. We'll be talking about warm centres and the ability to keep people who can't pay their fuel bills warmer. We'll be talking about carers and other services. And my guest for today is David Walker. Uh, David, would you like to introduce yourself and your organisation? Indeed, and welcome, uh, and thank you for welcoming me here, Darren. I'm David Walker. I'm the Chief Executive of Bromley Third Sector Enterprise, BTSE. We're the body that runs Bromley Well, uh, which is the wellbeing service in the London Borough of Bromley, uh, supported by the Council and the NHS. Yeah, and uh, as I hinted at the beginning, these are really hard times for a lot of people. Uh, as I speak on Zoom, unable to come and meet you in person because the railways are off and uh, the roads are icy, 
and there's snow on the trees outside here um and there's a war with ukraine and people uh, are unable to afford heating uh, too many of them and so on um yes when we were talking in advance of this you were talking about a number of things um bromley well has or is coordinating warm centres in Bromley. Can you tell me about them and in particular, how do people find out about them? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing to say is that there's a, a lot of organisations in Bromley that have stepped up on this one to make um, what's actually a, a pretty decent coverage for warm warm centres. We've put together an interactive map. There's now, I think, 46 as of this morning. Um, we had another warm centre open last week in um, community House, where we're based in Bromley, and that's open this morning. Um, it's a lot of faith groups who have, who have come together, a lot of community groups and others have produced their own. What we've done is, as I say, produced an interactive map. You can access that on our website, which is bromleywell.org.uk. It's on the front page. It's one click, and you can see every single warm centre on a map, so you can look at what's nearest to you, you click on the icon, um, which looks like a little um, warm house. You click on the icon and it will tell you where the um, warm centre is and what time it is. What we're also doing is encouraging as many organisations from faith groups like Transform Bromley Borough, colleagues and community links, um, other organisations like Bromley Mencap, Age UK, um, BLG Minds as advice, all of whom are operational partners of ours, to really give this information out to people who are accessing our services in other ways. So whether they're calling the Bromley Well Helpline, um, you can access this via the um, via the council website through their supporting residence part. Um, and the other thing is there are um, there are hard copies of the recent one, most recent one Bromley in Winter Leaflet as well that have details of our services there. So there is scope to find find out where we are. Um, and really, there's good, pretty reasonable coverage. But I want to be clear, what we've done is coordinate that together, come together with other organisations to do it. We're not the ones delivering these warm ramps directly, except for the one we're doing in partnership with Community House. We're just trying to make sure that the information is there so people can get the support they need. OK, well, my understanding of um, warm centres is that they are indeed public spaces or private spaces that have been opened up, community ones, where people can go in and they're heated and they're not cold. And I've heard variations of you might be able to cup of tea and a biscuit uh, and whatever. And of course, you can talk to other people, uh, depending on whatever the house rules are, I guess. Um, but this the wider picture, of course, is this cost of living crisis we find ourselves in. Um, would you like to say more about what else that Bromley Well and its partners are doing with that? Yeah, well, I mean, as you said on the warm centres, I think yeah, the, the short answer is many of those are built on existing services already. Um, very many of them already have an opportunity to uh, make sure that there's an opportunity for a cup of tea or a biscuit. Yeah, working through the food banks and the faith groups and others that are doing that, you know, we, we're certainly doing that. But you're right, the wider cost of living issue, you know, people think about Bromley as a, a, an affluent borough and certainly relatively it might be, but that doesn't mean that there aren't people who are in need. It doesn't mean there are people who are disadvantaged. It doesn't mean that there aren't older people on fixed incomes who are really having challenges at the moment. So one of the things we did, we started seeing this back in the spring. This has not come overnight. We started seeing this back in the spring and early summer 
when we saw um, with our, our partners and citizens advice Bromley who run our single point of access, we looked at the stats and saw there'd been a 347% increase in calls around how, uh, in calls around fuel debt in the first six months of this year alone. That's before the, the more recent increases. There was another 40% rise in um, September when the latest uh, fuel cap, which isn't a cap, it's an average on bills, went to £2,500. And we know it'll be over £3,000 come the end of March. So this isn't just going to finish when the weather gets a little bit warmer and the clocks change. It's going to go on for a while. So what we produced is a cost of living guide. Again, you can find that at Bromley Well slash cost of living on our website. Um, in addition, there's also the link to that through, as I said, One Bromley. Um, One Bromley is the wider health body for the whole of Bromley. That brings together ourselves and other parts of the voluntary sector. It includes the NHS and GPs, um, people like Bromley Healthcare, as well as local authority colleagues. Um, collectively, they produced a, a leaflet called One Bromley Through Winter, which has or should have gone through um, you know, the various challenges with with with, with post and, and weather not, notwithstanding through almost every door in the borough in the course of the last two or three weeks. That has a, a, a direct link to our cost of living guide and some information there as well for Bromley Well. What we've done with that is we've set out what's publicly available information. People who need to call us on our helpline absolutely can. Um, and, you know, and if you want, people want to call us um, on our free phone number, which is 0808278-7898, they can. Um, but actually through the website, a lot of first level, I'd say, information, just checking what you can find. I think one thing we hear a lot from people, including older people, is that a lot of this information is in lots of different places. And if you're cold or you're stressed or you're worried, you don't want to have to be chasing down lots of different websites to find out whether you can get something or not. So we've got all the key links in one place, in one guide, um, and then you can check on those. Um, and I think the thing is that we, what we want to say is, if you can help yourself with these with these guides, you know, whether it's Citizens Advice having their own national cost of living guide that lets you check whether or not you, you know, you actually have problems with your income and what might be available in terms of support, whether it's the particular support for older people that Age UK have, um, or whether it's more specific support that can be available, for example, through your um, through your um, fuel provider, through Warm Homes Discounts or through Thames Water. For example, if you have a household income of, I think, under £19,500 a year, you can, in fact, get a discount on your water bills. I think the thing is that's not widely known. Um, the other thing is... Um, South East London Community Energy, which are a South East London based charity, they can give you a lot of advice and individual home visits on how you can better insulate, on how you can better access um, support that is available, to look at ways in which you can use appliances in your home that reduce your energy usage, all of which are obviously sensible and environmentally friendly, as well as being ways to save money. You know, simple things like turning your thermostat down a little bit, you know those sort of things which won't actually impact on how how warm your your house is or your water is but will save you something on your bills so there's a lot of stuff there that you know actually it's useful to have in one place and that's the key point for us in terms of access to that 
I think the big thing we've been trying to do is to get that shared as widely as possible on social media to make sure that as many other colleagues are, are, are putting that information out and encouraging people to check there first. But if they need more support, as I've said before, they can call Bromley Well, and we've got a single point of access helpline open six days a week. You can make a phone call and we can help you there. Okay. Well, one thing I also know that you were interested in talking about was carers. Do you like to yes. help me there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's an important thing in Bromley um, because, you know, we've got a, a population of 330,000 and haven't got the latest new census figures for the exact number of carers, but based on the most recent figures, there's over 30,000. So that's one in 11 residents in Bromley has a caring responsibility. And actually one of the biggest things is I was talking to someone who was actually a member of the council last week who actually said after talking to me, I think I'm a carer myself, um, without having actually realised that they necessarily were. Um, yeah, and it's actually true. Yeah, lots of people look after people who might be neighbours, they might be relatives. Um, that person might depend on them for something. It could be from picking up their prescriptions to getting their shopping, to checking in on them, yeah, to yeah, very intensive everyday support. And so it's a continuum. But lots of people don't recognise um, the support they've got. So Bromley Well, we run carer services from literally the age of four to 94 and beyond. You know, we've got an incredibly strong young uh, carer service helping six, seven hundred um, young people a year um, with a range of support, including their own app to help them navigate the support they need and a range of support bodies. We've got support for adult carers, for those with mental health issues or supporting those with mental health and for those mutual carers who might be older people who were looking after um, children perhaps with a learning disability or a physical disability or, or, or similar. Um, but actually the vast majority of carers in Bromley don't access their services. We work with about 15% of them in total. Um, a lot more um, are getting on with it. Um, but actually it's really important that people identify if they're carers and make sure that, for example, their GP knows they're a carer because that might have an impact on if they need support or treatment themselves. And is there someone that they can call on to help support the person they care for if that support's needed? You know, um, there's a lot of very useful information. We've got guides on our um, on our website. Carers, it was only a couple of weeks ago. There is support you can get from the local authority. Um, it's also worth noting that um, we in Bromleywell are the Bromley member of the Carers Trust and there's a lot of information on their website as well which just can give you advice on what sort of support you might need as a carer um, and it's really crucial because the impact caring has on a lot of people we get a lot of experience of people who are retiring early to support old relatives or reducing the amount of work they do um, there was a study out last week saying one in seven carers nationally is accessing a food bank for support, you know, and that's something we've seen in Bromley as well. The, the demand for food banks has gone up very significantly in the last 12 months. So that's the sort of thing of why we think that's particularly important. And again, it's about people recognising that they are carers and knowing what supports there if they need it. And if they need it, we can help them. I think what this tells me is that um, 
Firstly, people need to be more aware of Bromley Well and what you do and what you're coordinating and making available to people. And secondly, that um, the crisis that we're talking about isn't going away anytime soon. So I would like it if you can come back or a colleague uh, in the new year and give us an update because some of these things are clearly moving. Well, absolutely, Darren. I mean, this is not something we're expecting to be over soon. I think we're looking at higher energy bills at the moment, likely for the whole of 2023. Um, you know, we've got inflation at 11%. And while things might be reducing, we've got a country that's looking on, on, on the cusp of recession if it isn't already there. So I think, you know, there's, there are, has been support that's been provided by the government. Um, obviously, that's welcome. Um, there is support that's been provided in terms of council tax support. There is some support available from the London Borough of Bromley. Again, you can find out more about that on our website, but I think it's certainly something that, that we, and we know other people and other services across the borough are concerned about. So absolutely be happy to do that again. And again, the one other thing I would say, you know, Bromley Well works with, um, you know, over the four organisations that we work with, there are about 50 staff, but there are at any one time over 200 volunteers. And I'd certainly say that, you know, having volunteers support with a range of services that we deliver is something that's crucial for us. And I know crucial for many others in the voluntary sector in the borough. You know, it really is one of the things that we're, we're grateful that um, Bromley Buzz do is flags the importance of volunteering as well uh, in helping us all help each other. Well, thank you very much for your time. Um, we look forward to speaking to you again. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Darren. Yeah. And if I can make uh, the show more upbeat again after that, do you have an affirmation or empowering question for us this week? I do. Um, just on that note with the Bromley Well, mm. I, I received um, this little leaflet. It's any uh, Bromley keeping well this winter. So thinking about, you know, Bromley Healthcare, the, you know, St. Christopher's around here, Bromley, Bromley Council and the South East. And it's absolutely wonderful. If you've got um, this leaflet in your box or you want to go pick it up, it's got some great useful um, tips to help you through this winter in terms of which service to use when you are ill, self-care, vaccinations, your primary care services, NHS 111, mental health and well-being, keep your child well, make a difference and useful contacts. And I think, you know, I've never seen a, mag a little magazine leaflet like this and I think it's really useful. So speaking of Bromley Well... There's some wonderful tips in here and tools and information to be picked up. Yeah. And uh, um, one of the useful contacts on there at the back, as you can see, is mm -hmm. probably well. Excellent. Yeah. So I thought that's a perfect timing. Great mention. Yes. Um, was, um, David alluded to it, but he didn't have any in his hand when we were interviewing, I don't think. Oh, so. did he? Mm. What, this one? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, there we go. See, great minds think alike. <laughs> I only received this in my post box this morning. So I thought, oh, that's really good. So yeah, I wanted is. to mention it on my radio show. Um, can I just mention again my radio show? Yes, you can. Mindset Matters every Friday, 10.30am to 12pm. Uh, coming up to its 100th episode. Show on the 16th of December. I didn't mention it. You mentioned it now. Thank you. Mm. Yes, so I'll be celebrating that 100 shows on the 16th of December. Congratulations. That's an awful lot of important work done. I guess that's my buzz. That's another buzz for me. As it should be. Yes. Ah, affirmation, though. You know, 
I went to get my nails done and um, I was talking to the lady about our Bromley buzz. Mm. And she was like, really, really? Well, why haven't you buzzed about us yet? So I was like, oh, we'll buzz about you. Because they've been there for now, I think she said 14 or 16 years. And okay. apparently the bicycle shop down the road has been there for 40 years, which I didn't know. Mm. Another. Uh, years, yeah. Look, look at my nails. Though our listeners can't see. I'll have to do it that way. Hang on. I'll have to do it that way. They look very well looked after. And no, look. Mm. Look, oh, look, 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 probably. Yes, I know. There's patterns on them and little things which I can't quite understand. That's because... a snowman. Oh. Ooh. And that's a reindeer. Smashing. And that is an ice skate. Living art. Brilliant. Mm. Maybe you should, anyway. um, when, when they um, grow too long, you put them in the Bethlehem Gallery with the other things. Oh, I've got a phone call which I'm going to turn down. What are you trying to say? Anyway, I'm what's going to been... say they're works of art. What's on now? What's what's been going no, no. on? Um, are you going to throw us an affirmation or is there oh, the yes. my affirmation? Of course. Mm. Sorry, I disregarded that completely. You got uh, so excited so... by your nails. I did. I know. It's not often I get funky things like this on my nails, so it was. This is um, where I'm well. losing out by it not being in person. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so affirmation for this week is, I have the power to create the life I want. What is that power that you have and how do you intend to use it? So it's a reflection as well. So know that you've got the power within you and also you know, reflect on what is that power? What is that truly power, true power? And how are you going to use that power to create the life you want? Well, I'm going to throw in another one alongside that, actually, which I've seen in part of your flat. Uh, and that is uh, the words, anything is possible, which is on a cover of a book that you have. Uh, and that is just as well, because I know I've been uh, going through a problem or two of my own lately. And it's nice to reflect that um, it's possible that even the worst mistakes you make you might be able to mm. undo to a degree and that anything is possible in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I add to that as well? No, of course you can. It's your slot. <laughs> it's our slot. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to run and get it because it's another kind of quote that I have on a plaque that's in my kitchen. So I'm just going to go into my elastic your, your, kitchen. Your property is um, a, a sort of font of wisdom located around it. There's another plaque in the bathroom, which is really good. But anyway, I might have to put on. my coat on, by the way, to go into my kitchen because it's uh, like going into Alaska. <laughs> Two seconds. Okay. Okay, here it is. Life's truest happiness is found in the friendships we make along the way. How very apt. Well, Life's thank you for that. I won't overlooked the us, by the way. Um, I went to Dorothy and Marshall, uh, the new restaurant that's opened Ooh. up. Um, on the road that's just up from the Temple URC Church. It's slightly off the beaten track, actually, there. But uh, anyway, if people look up Dorothy and Marshall, they'll find it online uh, easily enough. Beautiful looking premises. Um, cracking burger I had for my lunch. Uh, I would like to say I knew what the um, truffle fries were as a result, but I'd had a B&I meeting that morning and was too full of breakfast to bother, so I actually declined the fries. Um, but anyway, nice to welcome a new restaurant to the scene here. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I look forward to going there. Maybe we can go and try and check out their espresso martinis one night. Yes, I can confirm they have them. Mm. Well, of course they would. It's a brand new restaurant. I promised some other news. So here's a um, a local magazine, um, Chelsfield Village Voice. I don't often quote mm. from that. It's a lovely magazine, uh, and you can find it online. Uh, anyway, in there, there's this piece which talks about Chelsfield Knit and Natter Club. What a lovely name. Oh, the okay. second Monday of every month at the Five Bells Pub in Chelsfield, 8pm. Uh, whether you are a knitting expert or just want to get started, everyone is welcome. Feel free to join us just for a chat too. Knitting, crocheting and other crafts welcome. Next date, uh, well, the next date from now, 9th of January 2023. We'd love to see you. I thought it'd be nice to share that. That is lovely. And uh, speaking of which, did you see on Twitter, or uh, Instagram, sorry, mm-hmm. they, uh, I'm not sure, because I, I was whizzing right, right through, but then they had the post box toppers, the new ones for Christmas. Absolutely stunning. I'm sure you probably saw it because you are in, Boast, boast, a post topper fan. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't see it because even though I'm a post topper oh, fan, yeah, absolutely I, I did, amazing. On the Bromley Buzz Twitter, I think it was earlier on, I did ask after um, a picture that someone had put up about a snowy street in um, Bromley. Uh, mm. Might have been Cater, but anyway, uh, that was because there was a snow topper that was covered in snow. Oh. Mm. Anyway, a couple of um, dates of things coming up. 19th of December, Drag Bingo with Copper Top and That Girl at the Bridge House Theatre. And 9 to 17th of December, still running, uh, Nigel Slater's Toast at the Bromley Little Theatre. And uh, that leaves us with a bit of spotted on social. Um, if you don't mind, I'll cover this one as well, simply because um, Twitter speak is a bit hard to explain when you're fresh up to it. But anyway, the friends of Cater and Alexandra, at Cater Alexander, on Alexandra, see, I've got it wrong there. Thank you, Beckenham, Penge, and Sydenham. We have a wheelbarrow full of donations that we will take to Living Well Bromley at LW Bromley later this week, which is more or less of a uh, local food bank. Uh, certainly, they're helping with food poverty, mental health, debt, and homelessness in Penge and South East London. And I've also found that they have a crowdfunder up, which you can find under that. Twitter link of at LW Bromley. So we kind of started off with um, things are uh, snowy and people are potentially cold and uh, not in a great place at the moment. And I've kind of come back to it. But nevertheless, the fact that these people have collected the wheelbarrow full of donations that they go to people is a cheerful note. Well done then. Yeah, brilliant. Actually, you know, it's nothing to do with the London Borough of Bromley. However, it doesn't mean that um, it doesn't impact them. But I was um, watching the Good Morning Show this morning. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just trying to remember the name exactly. But what they're doing, uh, it was Coronation Street, three actors from Coronation Street. They were on there and they are part of this uh, loneliness and homeless um campaign that they're doing so it's not a charity it's a campaign and what they're doing it's about not donating money of course if you want to donate Mm. money it's money but what they're um specifically focusing on is um donating your time this winter so there was a qr code and you literally go on there and you donate your time for people that are homeless that are lonely that need support and i think i that was absolutely beautiful because you know 
time is precious you you know and it costs nothing and it means so much more to other people who need that time and they need to listen to so i thought that was beautiful well that's a, a very good mention and um i'm not crass enough to turn this into a buzz song for the exit of the show but i'm reminded about how ever present this loneliness thing is you remember the beatles and Nella rigby uh, that song mm. Where are all the local people? Where do they all come from? Is one of the lyrics mm-hmm. in there, and it's really sad that it hasn't gone away yet. But anyway, on that note, uh, let's try a little buzz out and just uh, try. Should we attempt cheerful? There we go. I'm going to on the count of three. A one, a two, a three. <laughs> See, take a solo. And the grand finale. There we go.